Well, I just want to say a big welcome to those of you watching online around the world at our live internet experience. We are so glad to have you connecting with us during this Christmas season. No matter where you are around the world, glad you're connecting with us. I trust God will bless you. I want to welcome our Midwest City campus. So glad to have you a part of our church family, man. What God's doing at Midwest City is in incredible. We're celebrating. If you're new with us at Oklahoma City campus, at our Midwest City campus, we launched that campus in August of this year. It's already running over a thousand people in every single week. People are coming to Christ. Lives are being transformed. People are being set free. And we're thanking God for what he is doing at Midwest. And here's what I know. The best is yet to come there in Midwest City, Dell City, Moore, South Oklahoma City, Spencer. The best is yet to come. Welcome Glad to have you a part of this experience. And I want to just say at Midwest City, I'm honored to be your pastor. I'm honored. I want to tell, tell you today, Merry Christmas to you and to your family. Well, I want us to look at God's word for the next few moments. And I, I want to talk to you about the first Christmas, the first Christmas. And I want us to look at Luke chapter 2 and verse number 10 through 12, just for the next few moments together. Luke chapter 2 and verse 10 through 12, it says, But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. The first Christmas day, oh, what a day, when Jesus was born and the angels came to the shepherds and said, Jesus has been born. This baby, the savior of the world has been born. And can you imagine the first Christmas day as, as, as the shepherds showed up and saw baby Jesus? Oh, what an experience. And for the next few moments, what I want to do is I want us to get three lessons about the first Christmas from the shepherd's experience as they showed up and, and they saw baby Jesus on that first Christmas day. Three lessons from the first Christmas. No, number one is this. Number one is this. I want us to look at the witness of our Savior, the witness of our Savior. It says back in the story in Luke chapter 2 and pick up reading in verse 15. It says, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word. Check that out. They spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. But the shepherds show up on the scene and they see baby Jesus, the savior of the world. And they begin, the Bible says, to spread the word about Jesus. In other words, they literally began to share Christ with other people. And friends, during this Christmas season, I want you. I want you at the Midwest City campus. I want you to be open, available, and willing to share Christ with others. Here's what I believe, and here's what I'm praying for. 
during this Christmas season, God will give you an opportunity to share Christ with someone who needs him. I believe that. I believe that's going to happen. I believe if you're sensitive and if you're open, God's going to give you an opportunity to, 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 to be a witness of, about our Savior, to share Christ with someone. It may be a family member. As you're eating dinner around the table on Christmas Day that's hurting and you're able just to share words of comfort that God mends the broken hearts. God is a healer of broken hearts. Maybe it's someone as you open Christmas gifts and they're lonely and you're able to share hope and let them know that God will never leave us, that God is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Maybe it's someone that, 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 is, that, that is not only lonely but confused in life and they're just confused about life and what's going on in life. They, they have inner turmoil and maybe you're able to share that God's a God of peace. And he can give them peace that transcends all understanding. Maybe it's somebody who's, who's not happy about life and, and they're not happy about what's going on in life. And maybe you're able to share with them during this Christmas season that, that God gives us joy in his presence. And, and my, my hope, my prayer is just like on that first Christmas when the, when, when the shepherds saw baby Jesus, they began to share Christ with others. And I'm praying that during this Christmas season, you're able to share the hope of Christ with someone who needs it. Would you be open? Would you be sensitive as you're with your family, with friends, in the stores, to share Christ with others? I want us to, to, to look at a second lesson about the first Christmas from the shepherd's experience. Number, number two is this, the wonder of our Savior. We looked at the witness of our Savior. Let's look at the wonder of our Savior. Luke chapter 2 and verse 18 says, And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. The shepherds were talking about Christ and the Bible says they were amazed but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart all who heard the shepherds talking about Christ and witnessing about Christ and sharing Christ with them they were amazed as they heard about the savior of the world they were amazed as they heard God came down from heaven and came down to earth and he wrapped himself in flesh and he was a hundred percent God and a hundred percent man and they were amazed by this baby and friends, can I tell you that you and I need to always be amazed by this baby Jesus. We need to always be in awe of, of Christ. But if we're not careful, if we're not careful, you and I can get so familiar, so used to Christmas, the Christmas routine, the Christmas traditions, that we can begin to lose our awe of Christ we can begin to lose the amazement of Christ and who he is and what he has done. And here, here's my prayer. Here, here's my hope for, for, for those of in the Oklahoma City campus and those at our Midwest City campus. My, my hope is this, that you with this Christmas season recapture your amazement of the Christ child that you again would be in awe of who Christ is and, and his birth and, and his death and his resurrection, that you would be in awe of it again. 
And you say, Pastor, how do I get in awe of, of Christmas again? How do I get in, of, in awe of, of Christ again? Can I tell you, is, is you know how to get back in amazement of Christ is go back and just remember how God has been good to you. Go back and just remember where the Lord has brought you from. Having a memory is powerful. It can bring you back in amazement and awe of Christ again. You know, one of the things that I love to do from time to time is to look at pictures. Anybody ever break out your old yearbook back in high school, huh? Anybody ever pull out your old letter, letterman's jacket? Come on, your jacket back in the day with your letterman on it, huh? Somebody may have some patches, you know what I mean? Second team, come on, because none of y'all was first team, hey, man. Second team in track. District champion, because you won state champion, hey, man. District champion. You know, but you pull out, you can't even put that letter, you can't put that jacket on no more, you know. But you go back and look at pictures and remember and you know it's just it's powerful just to just to remember and emotions start to whelm up as you think about memories and and where you came from i think about memories in my own life and looking at pictures where where god has brought me from and you know matter, matter let me show you a few pictures here's a picture of me when i was a child what's up huh, huh? Yeah, that's my little sister. My mama's back there in the back. That's me right there in that suit. That's my cousin, Stephanie, and my, 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 my older brother, Scotty. Come on, y'all know I'm rocking right there. Come on, look at that vest. Look, look at that vest. Check me out. Memories, man. Memories. Check, check out this next picture. Check it out. Check it out. What's up? Hey, kid and play. Kid and, kid and play. Huh? Well, y'all know I'm the bomb right there, huh? Don't be hating on that shirt. Come on, look at that shirt. Well, that's a fly guy shirt. Yeah, memories, memories, memories. Come on, check out that next picture. Check out the next picture. This is me right here. Graduating from high school, man, my dad brought me this brand new, a new Mazda MX-3 when I, when I was a senior in high school, and that's me styling in my car, graduate from high school. See a little tassel? Come on, see that tassel hanging up? That, I said, we woke a tiger, orange and black. Eye of the tiger! Memories, memories, memories. You know, you know, you, you look at pictures and you just, you have memories, man, and emotions come. And you start reminiscing about the old days and you start feeling like you can still play football again. You know what I'm saying? You're like, yeah, I get out to hurt somebody. I go out there and pull a hamstring and, t- t- you know what I'm saying? But you, st- but you got memories, memories, memories. And can I tell you what some of you need to do? Some of you need to remember what God's brought you from. You need to remember how God saved you. When you were a mess, you need to remember when you were strung out on drugs and, and you were an alcoholic and, and you were strung out on pills. And, and you need to remember when you were strung out on all, all types of addictions, how God came in and cleaned your life up and set you. You need to remember how your marriage was falling apart and God came in and he restored your marriage. You need to remember how you and your kids couldn't get along and you wouldn't even talk to one another. And how God stepped in and restored the relationship. You need to remember how you got in that car wreck and ended up in the hospital and you were in a coma. And, you, and everybody thought you were going to die, but the hand of God touched you and he spared your life. You need to remember where God brought you from when you didn't have two pennies to rub together and you wonder where your next meal was coming from. But God showed up and you're still here today. Come on, when you almost lost your mind, God showed up. You want to get all of Christ again? Go down memory lane and remember what that precious baby has done in your life and you will become like those shepherds again and you'll be amazed by the Christ child. There's a third thing that I want you to see today, a third lesson from the first Christmas, from the shepherd's experience. Number three is this, the worship of our Savior. 
We looked at the witness of our Savior, the wonder of our Savior. I want to wrap up with the worship of our Savior. The Bible goes on to say in that story in Luke chapter 2 and verse 20, the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. The Bible says the shepherds saw Christ. They were amazed. And when they left, they began to glorify they begin to praise. They begin to worship this baby Jesus. Can I tell you that Jesus is worthy to be praised? Here's what I want you to understand today is that this baby Jesus, he is the good news. He's worthy because he's the good news. Come on, you might be living bad news, but he's good news. You might be wondering what this Christmas is all about. What's Christmas all about? You know, presents and, and Santa Claus and, and eggnog and stockings and lights. Oh, no, this Christmas is all about the good news came over 2,000 years ago. Good news came, good news came, good news, and he's worthy to be praised. Matter of fact, the Bible says that just 10 verses earlier in this same story, it starts out by saying in Luke 10, excuse me, Luke 2 and verse 10, it says, but the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Something interesting here. As I was studying this today and preparing this, I noticed that 24 times in the first five books of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts. The Bible talks about Jesus and the gospel being the good news. The good news. Let me just share a few, a few, few scriptures with you. Some examples. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 23. Jesus went throughout Galilee teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness. Mark, Mark chapter 16, verse 15, he said to them, go into all the world and preach the good news to all creation. Luke chapter 4, just one more scripture here, verse 18 through 20, Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring Good news. Well, what kind of good news? Good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim the captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. Jesus is good news. The gospel is good news. I want you to know during this Christmas season, it's about the good news came. The good news came. If you're lost in your sin, you're trapped in addiction, the good news came. To set you free. It's good news. It's good news. You're here today. You may need healing in your body. The good news came. Jesus Christ. And he is a healer. You're here today and you're depressed. You're unhappy. The good news came. He was born on that first Christmas day. And he can give you joy today. Good news. I'll never forget being in Rewoke, Oklahoma. My senior year in high school. Sitting in the football locker room as an athlete at a fellowship of Christian athletes meeting. And the good news, the good news came into my life sitting on a football locker room as I surrendered my heart to Jesus and washed away my sins. Good news, good news. My life's been changed. I'm living life and life more abundantly and I will spend eternity 
in God's presence. Good news. Good news. The witness of Christ. The witness of Christ. And looked at how we got to be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. I trust you'll do that. The worship of Christ, the witness of Christ, the worth of Christ, he's, he's worthy.